Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, I want to tell you this. Uh, my heart grieves for the city of Spotsylvania. Everybody, uh, uh, the, it grieves for the, 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 the city of you know, the Fredericksburg. Uh, possibly the, the, the students of Riverbend High School are in great danger and nobody knows it because uh, when you deal with this mentality that you're dealing with, uh, it, is, it is very occultic, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's not everybody, but the people that are doing it, this is what it is. This is where the it's very occultic, um, extremely narcissistic and toxic. Now, this guy, the, the, one of the things that's happening, when, when you see a, a city or a town where the spirit that's ruling that city or a town is uh, manipulation, because uh, that's what's really happening, like manipulation, uh, control, narcissism, all of these poor character values that are really uh, demonic and oppressive, these are the... Uh, the, the I call them the ancient origin spirits of slavery. Uh, these are very oppressive characteristics. Um, the ability to just lie and call evil good and good evil. You know, it's it's that that same story. So if you want to know why I'm so adamant about talking about this, is because I want you guys to see firsthand how the demonic realm operates in our school system today, in our government today, uh, these people are incapable of making the right decisions. So it's always going to be easier to attach to a reason why they're going to stick with what they were already going to do. Uh, and in case you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a man by the name of Xavier Downs, who is, uh, he's a principal at a school called Riverbend. He's the first male black principal at Riverbend um, in Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Virginia. And he's the first black male there. And so this is his first semester there and they're, uh, and they're already trying to kick him out. And the reason why is because there was a parent that brought a concern, a parent that brought a concern about a coach who was texting her child too much. Uh, 25 pages of just text messages, just text messages. They uh, wanted to meet with, though they told the coach, the coach decides to resign instead of just saying, okay, I won't text so much. The coach decides to resign. But before that, he gets this mob together. They, he calls for this parent meeting. Uh, the, the principal goes to the parent meeting conference and, uh, to the, the parent conference, and they begin to insult the principal and call out the person's name and call out the child's name, the child's name, and insult the family. The co the principal realizes uh, by accepting the insults and what they were doing with the child, he decides to leave. Upon trying to leave, one of the guys or a couple of the people is like, you're not going anywhere. Sit your butt down. They were yelling at him from the top, you know, shut up when he was trying to top. And all he was trying to do was say, hey, you're not going to.
call out the child's name. They were asking for the child to be suspended and kicked off. The, and now what happens is when he's leaving, he says, we fit to address this right now. We go into my office. We fit to address this right now. There's a girl right there that kind of set the tone of what that sounded like because she goes, no, you're not. <laughs> In her in her world, when black people say I'm fitting to do this, that sounds violent. And I need you guys to see the undercoding racism that, that takes place. You see a black man walking aggressively, and you think it's it, he's incapable of controlling himself. Well, if you look at Xavier Downs, he's walking. I see him. He's walking with frustration. He's walking with assertiveness. He's walking with focus. And he's walking with hurt and anger. He's not walking with violent intent because his hands are down. People, if you don't know anything about black people, if you know anything about military folks, when we're ready to do something, we do it. And also, the three people that tried to stop him, if he wanted to run them over, he would have. Now, what's interesting is the person that decides to film, films it. The first thing I, I saw was on Theodore Marcus's page. Uh, he controlled the narrative. So when you read Theodore Marcus's narrative and then look at the video, it looks like what he said. But then when you understand that the whole reason this happened was because of the fact that there was a parent with a concern trying to protect her daughter and the parent asked for this to be held discreetly and for nobody to like, she wasn't pressing charges. Nobody was pressing charges. Nobody was doing anything. And the coach just goes and gets a mob. And by the way, this isn't a racial thing because the coach is black. So here's the problem. The coach is in his head thinking that all this stuff is about to happen. When it's not, the parent was just saying, dude, stop texting my kids so much. That was supposed to be the end of it. Instead, the coach goes and gets everybody together and people start doing the whole, you tell us what we want to hear. Yeah, you tell us. Off with his head. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Uh, but that's, that's, that's what this is. That's what we're dealing with with this situation. We are dealing with a modern day witch trial burning. I mean, where was this type of outrage with Emmett Till? Where was this? You know, this is what I'm saying is, where was this type of outrage when, when other things? Now, I'm willing. Now, here's the thing. Uh, there's some dude, I'm going to read it to you. I, I put everything out in the open. So if you text me, I understand I'm putting it out there. Because I know how evil likes to work. Evil likes to work behind the scenes. Like, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to. You say something to me, it's going out there. Uh, so I'm going to read this to you. One, I've been I've I've given up my entire life to ministry, and this is the type of mindset that we're dealing with. Now, this Anthony Lofaro, Anthony Lofaro, I think his name is Anthony Lofaro. If you can see it, there it is. Anthony Lofaro, he doesn't know me. I don't know him, and I have been saying on every single video that I want to talk to everybody. 
but nobody has reached out and said, hey, you know, we, we were there. We want to talk about it. I even talked to Xavier and said, Xavier, you do know I'm going to talk to everybody, right? I told Xavier. Xavier's like, yeah, talk to him. Xavier Downs, the principal who everyone's coming against for no reason because they don't even know the story, where even the press is saying, we don't know. Everyone is saying, we don't know. The police came out that night and was like, sounded like a heated conversation. He was like, Xavier Downs was like, it wasn't heated. They they called the cops because Xavier Downs said the word fitting, fitting, not, not fitting. Fitting, they miss, they miss, let me show you something. They misinterpreted his walk. They misinterpreted his talk. And then they built a narrative around their interpretation and told everybody how violent and how disruptive he is because they think that he, you know, so because usually this is what these people were used to. They were used to the parents and the people with money bullying the principal. That's what our system has come down to. The people, people who uh, are genuinely serving the community and connected to the people, those people are considered like the low level people. The people who call the shots are the people who can cut the checks. You know what I mean? And, and, and this is a very sad situation because the coach is not even a teacher. The coach is not on the staff. The coach is not even the coach is is not even a teacher, and this coach, by the way, I've got I got information from uh, other experiences that people have had with this coach. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to him, because uh, according but based on his Facebook page, he is a believer. So I'm like, yo, I want to talk to you genuinely so that we can help everyone get away from gossip, because God does not like gossip. However. You sitting in silence, you're about to let a man lose his job. You're about to let a man lose his job because you did too much in panic. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what makes things look suspicious, honestly, is I'm giving you the answer, bro. I'm telling you the answer. Things look suspicious because of the fact that he says, uh, Finn is like my people in the East Tennessee would say I'm fixing to do whatever. Uh, yes, you're, you're exactly right. When he said, I'm fitting to, he said, let's go to my office. We fitting to address this right now. The girl said, no, you're not. <laughs> you gotta watch the video. <laughs> she, she made it sound like, I'm going to get my, if he has that, I'm going to get my pistol. I'm going to, we're going to fight right now. She took it that way, but it really doesn't mean that. He's like, we're going to my office right now. I'm fitting, we're fitting to address this right now. And she said, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, stay focused. It's just, this is what I call strong and wrong. Say it with me, folks. Strong and wrong. You guys don't understand the humiliation that is coming to Fredericksburg and to Spotsylvania and to Riverbend. You guys are about to attack, like, a let go, a military vet who is more than qualified to be the principal there, take you guys to the next level. And you're about to fulfill scripture uh, 
where it said that in the last days they'll call good evil and evil good. You guys are about to be the fulfillment of, like, like if you want to sign up for that role, then go ahead. But you guys will be considered, this will be one of the most historical mess ups of all times. And if that's how you guys want to be identified as the, the laughing stock of heaven and earth, then feel free. But those kids deserve better than this. When it should have ended, this is where it should have ended from speculation. It should have ended. Everybody should have went, ah, ah. But the narcissist can't do that. So everybody should go, that makes so much more sense. Do you know why? Because when the mother who placed the concern is going, I said, on the interview that we did, she goes, I didn't want anyone to know. I just wanted him to stop. You can't get any clearer than the person who placed the concern saying, I just wanted him to stop stressing my daughter out and texting so much. That's all I wanted. Theodore Marcus is like, no, she's a Karen. She's going to attack me. She's going to press charges. She's going to do this. Let me get everyone together. Everyone, please post on my page and tell everyone how good I am and how much a great person I am. And I'm going to get this. And, and according to the law, this says this and this is this. And then here comes the serpents that wanted, Matt, uh, wanted Xavier out in the first place. They start coming up and like, oh, yeah, we're going to use this as a reason to suspend him. You know, and they suspend him. And don't even know why. Saying there's a pending investigation. How is there a pending investigation when the mother, when there's documentation? First of all, how is there a pending investigation when there's no charges pressed? You know, that, that's the first thing. There, the, the person that placed the concern didn't press charges. How is there a pending investigation? Guys, moms, dads, this is why you got to stop letting, you know, these these uh these teachers who we we owe now. So you know, if you're 40 and up, we owe now. We know who these teachers are. They're the insecure little kids that used to get punked in school, seriously. And the control freaks. There's two forms of them. They're the insecure kids that finally got some power now, and now they get to be in control. Hey. They they get to be in control. You know, I've got a voice now. You know, the, the kids that wouldn't stand up for themselves in school. They get, and then the other group are the control freaks. The 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 the, the control freaks. So you got both both groups of, of just insecure, jacked up people really, you know, trying to be and then when somebody when when you get leaders that genuinely care, they're stuck between this power struggle of egos between people trying to prove how important they are and guess who suffers in between the young people while everyone's trying to prove how important they are and fight over power the young people then when real leaders come and try to make a significant difference people don't know what that frequency looks like you know the the amount of violence that was happening there before you know uh the, the amount of violence that was happening there before for it to subside, for it to just all of a sudden stop when he shows up, you know. And it says, and, and here's the thing: Do you know that they told him he was on leave and didn't even give him a reason why? 
They didn't even tell him. So not only did the mother who played, do you know how bad the mother feels right now that she placed the concern and she's thinking if I had a, and this is what she's doing. She's, she, do you know the struggle of this is like, if I hadn't have said anything, if I hadn't have protected my daughter, then this black man would still have a job. All I had to do is not protect my daughter. That is the situation that Theodore Marcus and the school board and them put this guy in. All right. Oh, okay, Kathleen, I can talk to you like this so that you, so because I don't ever want to just be all over the place. Thank you for telling me that. All right. So, point one, everybody, I want everybody. So, this is what I mean. She said, I'm all over the place. Slow down, calm down, figure out what my point is. All right, cool. My point is this. A mother just wanted to protect her child. All she wanted was the coach to stop texting. She actually requested that this stayed low key. She just wanted the coach, Coach uh, Thomas Theodore. She wanted Coach Theodore Marcus to stop texting. That's all. Theodore Marcus decided to resign because he didn't like the way it looked. So then Theodore Marcus, without talking to anyone, went to social media, went to his friends and went to his family and started to panic and tell everybody that there was this thing against him that had not existed, that did not exist. We're all dealing with the fallout of this imaginary drama that he created in his head. And those that did not like Xavier Downs saw this as an opportunity to get him out. This is where the injustice really comes in. So they were expecting, they were expecting Xavier to sit in a corner and wait for them to conjure up their little corrupt idea to get him out of there. And he say nothing because if he says something, then he's a bad leader. If he says nothing, he's a good leader, but he's out of a job. Now, one of the other issues. Now, if you go back and look at it, I did say it fast. You know, I'm a, I'm an abstract person. I'm a charismatic person. So I do apologize, Kathleen, if I threw you off. So I will stay calm and talk like this just for you because there's other people that probably need to hear what's going on as well. So the situation then is Theodore Marcus calls for a parent meeting at this parent meeting. Now, remember, a principal has to protect the staff and he has to protect the young people. What he decided to do was to implement a policy that is pretty standard across the board in the education system to put a policy together where young people and coaches and staff no longer communicate privately when they do it openly on a sports, uh, like open sports chat where everybody can see what the conversation is. That way, things like this don't actually happen. The mother asked for 
not their, their names not to be out there. Well, at this meeting, they begin to say the name of the child. They begin to say the name of the family and they begin to insult Xavier Downs. Xavier Downs decides the best thing he could do was remove himself and leave because someone was yelling, shut up, boy. Other people were yelling other stuff at him. And Theodore Marcus, by the way, is also there, which this wasn't supposed to happen at all because no one was pressing charges. No one was saying he's a, he's any all of this other stuff. No one was saying any of that. But he was thinking it was going to happen in his head and freaked out. So while Xavier is leaving, people decide to put their hands on him and try to block him from leaving. He decided to continue walking, which obviously creates attention when something's trying to stop someone, when someone's trying to stop someone and they're determined to continue walking. You know, I, I, but I want you guys to understand how careless even that is, you know, uh, because no one is thinking about how that must feel to be a black person surrounded by white people just that alone, you know, having white people pointing their fingers at you and telling them how, you know, like, if you're a white person, you're used to it. If you're a black person, do you understand how damaging, how psychologically damaging that can be to be like, am I about to get lynched? You know, am I about like, seriously, I, like this is, this is what I mean about the healing, the amount of recklessness that was taking place in this moment because no one was thinking, Hey, let's let's act mature to avoid all of these uh nuances these echoing nuances these things that can be stirred up too many people were operating in their emotions which is actually the reason why he left also the reason why he contained himself instead of flipping out is because he was trying to lead by example and show all the minorities there and show all the students there how to walk away from conflict versus trying to stay there until things escalate. So in his mind, he was also thinking about what kind of example he is setting. So he wanted to teach the young people how to walk away and then they get in his way and instead he stops. And then on top of that, because somebody misinterpreted the word fitting, where he said, we fitting to address this right now. We're going to my office so we can address this right now. We fitting to address this right now. He said that in the video, you can clearly hear him say that, and the girl yells, no, you're not, because in her interpretation and a lot of white people's interpretation there, you see a big black, black, big black guy walking aggressively. He wasn't walking aggressively. He was walking with hurt. He was walking with frustration. He was walking with disappointment. He was walking with concern. You know, he was walking, feeling insulted. He was walking, then becoming assaulted. This is what he was walking with. He was trying to operate in wisdom. He saw that it was a hostile environment that nobody was trying to listen. And when you, when there's that, that moment, when you realize you're talking to people that won't listen, there's no point in you being there. These are the principles that we teach our children all the time. And, and, and the reason why the divorce rate is so high mostly is because we don't operate in them in, those, in ourselves. This man operated in a principle that we teach our children all the time. Just walk away. Just walk away. He was trying to do that, and the parents didn't let him. And then 
he starts to walk away and next thing you know you know the video is being used by theodore marcus which says corruption in the water and all this other stuff and he even came up with a cool term for it but then he doesn't want to talk you know and from the amount of people that are now coming forward and telling me stuff they don't want to be i'm i'm not doing what theodore marcus did they, they the amount of people that have come forward and said that he does talk you know text too much he's a troublemaker all this other stuff and i'm like well since you won't come forward that's just gossip let's avoid the gossip i'd like to talk to theodore marcus himself who is the swim coach i'd like to talk to him the same way i got a chance to talk to xavier i and and this is what i mean about jumping the gun so you wanted me to get to my point look at look i want this this is what happens uh where is that this guy alfredo or whatever his name is yo so remember I've only been discussing this thing for about four days, right? I've only been discussing this thing for about four days. Uh, and before I saw your message, uh, before I saw your message, I'm looking for it. This guy, Alfredo or, or something like that, he called me a fake preacher, right? And he just starts dogging me out and he goes on these other pages it starts dogging me out. Now, this this is what I'm talking about. And you guys are like, you guys don't understand what you're doing. When he loses his job, there's gonna be so many people. If you take his job away from him, there's gonna be so many people that don't even listen to the whole story. They're just gonna believe your decisions and say that it was right. And, and, and watch what happens. And this is what's so scary. There's already a woman who's going around posting a picture of another black man that did a crime and saying, this isn't this the, the principal from Riverbend? And it's gonna cause everyone to look up his name, right? Which is Xavier Downs. And they're gonna apply the two things together. Now, the fact that your school is so, uh, not, not, not you, but, but I'm talking about Riverbend. Riverbend is not being, like, if you look at the carelessness of that this is being handled, you know, there's no way that this school system is actually caring for the kids when they can care for the employees and the staffs this recklessly. Like, like, and then, like, the pictures that I have with the uh, school board members taking photos with, like, the school board members already discussing their plan on how to handle this with the media. Like, it's already like a feeding frenzy. Like, you guys are already covering your tracks on how how uh, how you're going to make the wrong decision, but you're already working with the media on how to make it look right. And that's, that's sad. You know, so this is what... Uh, your brother, this is what uh, your Anthony LaForo, that's his name, Anthony LaForo. Uh, so, no, okay, I want to go to this one. This is Scott Henderson. I want to go to this, this uh, post here with Scott Henderson. Uh, Scott Henderson says, Duke White Jr., 
What is best for the young people is allowing the investigation to play out and Xavier shouldn't have participated in the interview while he was actively an employee, even if he is on administrative leave. It is confusing for many of us that are parents with students. In Spotsy Schools edition, some if, uh, some if your information sounds skewed and it doesn't sound like you spoke to parents that had a different perspective on what they felt occurred in the meeting. Uh, in the meeting, in the, the, the okay, um, let me see here. Uh, I'm looking for the rest of the kid grief. This is a long post. He says, uh, parents with students in Spotsy Schools edition. Uh, some of your information sounds skewed, and it doesn't sound like you spoke to parents that had different perspectives on what they felt occurred in the meeting. The issue is not about the student and the coach because that. Uh, that does that does need to be thoroughly investigated. The issue is, did Xavier behave unprofessionally even if he felt justified during the meeting? The interview didn't seem to help him. All he released information about a school-related incident that should not have been shared on public platform. There was information that was shared that wasn't known to the community, and now many from the community are aware of possible details that came directly from the principal. The parent can share what she chooses, but the principal should have never participated in the interview. Now, if it is if he, if he is terminated, I guess he is free to do as he, he chooses. But this wasn't the time. Xavier did not deserve to be called boy or anything else th that occurred. However, it's unfortunate that he felt that his story, which didn't share, which he didn't share, why was on leave, needed to be shared in this manner. All right. Uh, so to Scott. Henderson, I need you to understand what hopelessness feels like when you when you when you already see everybody conjuring up against you. And listen, for black people, we are not confused at how white people will annihilate our reputation, uh, will annihilate. Uh, you know, this is just this is just when, when some when 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 white people get into. Now, I'm not saying this in a racist way. I'm saying this from the evidence of what we've seen throughout time and history. I'm saying this from the perspective of this is this is what black people are afraid of. And, and if you get offended by this, you're really not walking in the spirit of God because this is the reality of human. We're not talking about people who are walking in the spirit. We're not talking about faith. We're talking about people who are saying, hey, we want to destroy this guy. Let's find like-minded people. Like I already said, the coach is black. What I'm talking about is the way this is being handled. Now, the mindsets that we have been coming up against now, the mindsets that we are coming up, this, these are not godly mindsets. The mindsets we're coming up against now are people who uh, genuinely don't understand, you know, the 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 the, uh, the aftermath and, and, and of everything that's taking place and, and and the amount of corruption. You have a school system where they're used to being people. The people who ran that school, like, were the people with money and the people who had connections. That's who ran that school. Xavier Dell shows up to put things in order, okay? When he shows up to put things in order, a lot of people don't like that. That's pushback. There's a new sheriff in town. There's a mix of the, there's a new sheriff in town with you're the new kid kind of stuff going on. The level of narcissism that I'm seeing is crazy. And here's the thing. It's not like there's this, uh, 
it's not like there's a huge secret. This school was on national news last year for the amount of fights and violence. If you look on social media, you'll see how many racist interactions that have happened there. Um, and so this is the this is the issue is that the the, the local press had already been meeting with some of the school board people to plot against him, Scott. Uh, and so this, I'm directly answering your question. The reason he came out was because every, this is, we've become such followers of people instead of followers of God that the government now is like, you know, we're talking about the school system. You know what I mean? The, the government is now like, you can't say anything while they do you wrong. The, the the school system is saying, the school board is saying, while we stab you in your back, you can't scream. You know, we're going to do you wrong, but you can't say anything. There's a pending investigation. And and Scott, you got to understand something, man. You know, th this is the type of uh, corruption that we've got to learn how to defend our family's future again, folks. We've got to take this stuff seriously. We got to learn how to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let my kids see me cower down to the corruption of the American school system. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let my kids see me cower down. See in the early sixties and seventies, you watch young people rise up and stand up. And, and what you watch in the eighties and nineties is the entertainment culture begin to massage our young people's minds. So they didn't rise up to the things that, that uh, the generation before used to rise up against because they begin to get comfortable and uh, lethargic and, you know, they just wanted to be entertained. So they weren't movement based anymore. And I understand the sixties and seventies were a very exhausting time for American citizens. So by the time they had their children, they just wanted to raise their children in peace. But there is no more peace right now. Peace, right, you know, the, 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 right now it's it's not that, that, that there's peace. It's just people are choosing to ignore so much. And when people choose to ignore so much, the wicked have a buffet. And that the, 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 the people who suffer are the people that the wicked are feeding on. And, and there's a, the, the organization the, the, of the wicked, the, the people with bad intentions are so united. The, 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 the crazies, the liars, the thieves, the whoremongers, the sex traffickers, the, you know, they're so interconnected and they work together so well. The problem is the people who are good and mean well, one, there's so few. This is why... I'm so concerned about this situation because this school has a genuine blessing by having Xavier Downs as a principal. And uh, I understand that him taking the interview may have been unorthodox, but it was also necessary. It's necessary that you come from under oppression because the mother in the same interview, the second interview that we did, where the mother who is applauding Xavier where the mother said that she was silenced when she tried to protect her daughter, that she was silenced. How is that okay, folks? Now, many of you say, Duke, how long are you going to talk about this stuff? And, and, and that's part of the problem. See, evil people and wicked people are consistent, and they don't get tired 
of doing evil. But there is a scripture where the Bible says, weary not in well-doing. Weary not in well-doing. One of the things that I want for Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Riverbend, is for everybody to pray. Even though Anthony, uh, what's his name again? I can't even remember the guy's name. Uh, Anthony, what's his name? Called me a fake preacher when all I've done was try to prevent, you know, from this school and this area, the, the, the Fredericksburg area, to become a laughing stock of justice, you know, when like historical, you know, because here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what the future is gonna look like. Future's gonna look like we're gonna tell Xavier Down's story all over the world is what it's gonna look like. We're gonna tell everybody, you know, hey, this is what happened. We're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna stop until everybody knows the story. And the fact that you know it's 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 like Black History Month is next month, right? And I like, like, look at the dishonor. And then we, we celebrate the whole Martin Luther King thing this month. And look what's happening. And I'm not trying to turn Xavier Downs into a martyr, but I am saying, look what's happening. Like, open your eyes and really, you know, think about it. Like, wow, have we grown? Like, Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Riverbend, you're actually willing to do this and, and miss the opportunity instead of being the same old same old you're going to miss the opportunity to let reconciliation love forgiveness communication work we're gonna we're gonna miss this opportunity in, in this wide open season where that opportunity could be like finally someone did something different Instead, you guys are going to stick with, you're going to double down. You know? and, and this is what I want to say to you, Theodore Marcus. Uh, I want to say to you, Theodore Marcus, man, if you could just say, I'm sorry. I, I know you're a narcissist, <laughs> but if you could just say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. You would, one, that would prove you're not a narcissist. That would prove you're not a narcissist. I 100% believe you're a narcissist only because of the fact that uh, I already, I know so much about you, it's not even funny. Uh, but, and I'm not saying that, I'm saying that because of the fact that, you know, the way you behaved said so much about you uh, that I can say, okay, this guy is definitely a narcissist because no one was chasing behind you all of these people are now involved and it's such a bigger situation as you get to sit quietly and put put your bible scriptures on your page and pretend that you know you're just sticking with you know what happened and you're not actually taking any accountability uh and then you kind of sold your story to your other uh i, I said this earlier i said uh, imagine a zombie apocalypse and then take the word zombie out and put narcissist there. And that's what we're actually dealing with, a narcissist apocalypse, where narcissists are trying to take over the world and the people will suffer if we let that happen. You know, uh, the narcissistic behavior, uh, usually uh, narcissists are usually people that find themselves in the higher places of life, you know, uh, because of the fact that they don't care who they run over, how many lies they have to tell, what they have to do, how how much they have to avoid, ignore, pretend they didn't have, and turn a blind eye. It's very difficult to get to 
what we in our society today call success because there's a lot of corruption you got to kind of you know flow with interact with but not kind of get involved you know there's that's a lot of you know yeah because because so here's what happens and i want to make this clear to everybody no matter how high you get up in your position your humanity follows you so real corruption in politics really is just human corruption because of sin the sin nature follows you everywhere you go but what happens is the people that should be in power the people that should be in power they have learned to put the word of god in control over their flesh so but it also makes them it also makes them kind of satisfied they don't need power because they already have power they have power over themselves they already serve the community they don't need positions they do things for purpose you know people who genuinely have a good heart don't need accolades and all these other things whereas uh people with their own agendas people whose hearts are far from god constantly need those attaboys and accolades from you know, people who don't even really matter to them, uh, but they just enjoy the synergy, the energy of saying how great you are, how important you are. I'm the CEO of this and I'm the, the you know, uh, but, but a lot of those people, those, oh, those achievers, a lot of those people who achieve so much, guess what folks, they're not good at relationship. They don't understand uh, humanity. They don't understand people who hurt. They don't understand people who struggle, who suffer. And when you get a leader like Xavier Downs, you're dealing with somebody who understands administration, who understands principalities, and who understands relationship. And for your students to have that opportunity to experience this type of leadership is, is something you don't want your children to miss. You see, I grew up with great leadership, so I know the value of it. That's another reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I know the value of great leadership. I had great leadership. I, I could recognize what great leadership looks like. So, you know, it, this, this is part of the problem. When you let all these people in, like you, Scott, you even saying what you said about, uh, you know, the interview, if you look at the whole interview, I say in the interview how I want to interview everyone. You know, uh, look, I'm even going to put, I'm going to do an open invitation right now. And I'm going to put the invite code. If anybody wants to jump on, I'm putting the invite code on Facebook right now. If anybody wants to jump on. So it's on the page. If anyone wants to discuss the Riverbend situation.
Now, so now I put that up there. Let's see. Okay, so I've put that up there. The invite code is public. Uh, and, you know, share it with people who you say were witnesses. You know, share it there. I'm going to send it to the Spotsy group. You know, my heart grieves for the community right now because it's just so, it's just so bad. You know, I, let me see, I'm going to get all these private messages from people. Oh, wow. Guys, there's, when I say there's a lot of people who are saying that, you know, they can't go public because of the retaliation, you know, they, they don't want to go public. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's a whole bunch of people that are afraid to say anything because of the, what's going to happen to them. And, and this is what I mean about corruption, you know, uh, Oh man, this is this is crazy. The amount of corrupt, like the amount of people that are terrified, like, and and that's what I'm saying is that the the school system and the school system has beaten these people down so much that they're now afraid to speak out, even when they should. They're afraid to speak out. That's how messed up this is. Uh, man, this is really messed up. However, uh, I, I've, I've put an, ex an invitation out to anybody that wants to discuss it. Um, I'm definitely going to see if that Spotsy guy was it Rich Liverman. That's his name, Rich Liverman. You know, and here's what they do: instead of actually uh, say that they're wrong, they just tuck tail and run. Here we go. Oh yeah, so he's deleted me now. All right. So I just sent Anthony Lafaro, uh, Anthony Lafaro, yeah, Anthony Lafaro. I just sent him a text message. You know, you get old when you start to do like this. What's it? What's it? <laughs> That's what's happening to me, you know. I won't drink enough water, or maybe because I won't drink enough Dr. Pepper. Maybe that's what the issue is. Uh, but my phone has been blowing up because of the amount of people. And guys, so just so you know how this works, um, one of the reasons why a lot of great moves of God have not happened is because people do get tired of doing the right thing and they get tired of watching their loved ones get done wrong and you get tired of uh you know all that stuff um 
Kathleen Williams in it. I don't know if you're still there or not, uh, but hopefully. I, you said I was talking too fast, and you know what I mean. But it, but here's what I want to say is that sometimes I wish we would learn how to say, let's let people be who they are, and then we'll catch up. But it's always like, hey, slow down for me, you know. I, I just yeah. You know. But I do know for the sake of clarity, it is important to communicate in a way that other people uh, understand. Because you can assume, everybody assumes they're a good communicator and it doesn't necessarily mean that they are. You know, that's 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 the thing is that you don't get to be the judge of if you're a good communicator or not. Other people are, are letting you know if you're a good communicator or not. Uh, and so that's important for us to, to remember. Uh, Madison Downs. Madison Downs uh, is, is, is uh, they say no racism. What about the race riots that took place at RHS last year? There was an entire race riot that took place last year. Uh, what about Coach Steele's connection to not only an, an inappropriate between um, towards the underage girl, but what about his connection to the student who committed suicide at the beginning of the year? Theo has a pattern. So in case you don't know, there was a suicide at the beginning of the year, unfortunately, uh, and you know, it's crazy that he brings that up because I was, I literally was about to say the type of corruption that we're seeing is the reason why kids and adults end up killing themselves. And I literally was about to say that when I, I, I didn't know that he was going to say that uh, his comment, I can't, I don't know why his comment's not showing up on the, on the main feed, but uh, he said, uh, what about, Coach Theo's connection to not only the inappropriate behavior towards the underage girl, but what about the connection to the student who committed suicide? Because uh, regarding Scott, the press had already leaked the emails they were wa watching with you. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, uh, so here's the concern is that, you know, um, there's a lot of things going on at this school, you know, that there was a race riot last year. Like, guys, let's put this in perspective. This is not a, you know, the, the, we're dealing with some uh, mindsets and I'm getting emails and messages from people who are saying, we want to say something, but we are afraid of the retaliation. You know, like that's, that's a serious thing, people. You know, and uh, I don't know why uh, people think, it, you know, I don't know why people think something good, excuse me, I don't know why people think something good is going to happen out of ignoring evil. <laughs> like, why would you think that? Why would you think something good is, is going to come out of, um, you know, ignoring evil? Like, it just gets worse. Evil is like mold. It's, it's like mold. You know, it, it shows up more and more and more. Once you give evil an inch, it takes a mile. You know, it's not going to stop just because you're like, oh, all right, I'm ready to stop now. No. No, it keeps going. You know, evil wants to take all of it. And, you know, um, I think that there that's part of the issue is that what I think that in this modern culture, 
people have a real issue with even balanced authority, anything that looks like authority, people tend to have an issue with. Um, and I'm, I'm waiting for, and the other thing is, I do want to get back to that point with the Xavier taking this interview. Because what do you think people are going to do when they have nowhere to go? Everybody who is set by and watch this because everyone who is set by and, and hope for the best that got done wrong and the best didn't happen, then they got to spend the rest of their life trying to tell everybody what happened. And usually it's too late and nobody cares. You know, that that's what that's what usually happens. Uh, and that's what's so unfortunate, you know, is that everyone no, no like people act like there weren't people look what happened with Emmett Till, you know, the woman didn't come forth and say that it wasn't true until Sorry about that. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Uh, so when you look at what's going on, you know, you clearly see that, uh, you know, there's, you clearly see that people are scared to ask for help because this is what happened. I mean, look what happened to the mom and her daughter who asked for help. You know, she has, look, we're literally looking what, when you're in that town, when you're in Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, when you when you go to Riverbend, this is what happens when you ask for help. Someone has to lose their job. Something has to go wrong. You know, uh, and, and from what I know about Theodore Marcus, from all the people, but see, this is what I don't like. I don't like this because it sounds like gossip, but everyone's like, hey, that guy, everywhere that guy goes, something dramatic happens, something explodes. And that's something that usually narcissists are into that that's a very narcissistic attribute but but again that's from the perspective of gossip or, or what other people say but they experienced it so i can't deny their experience that's why we need to talk to theodore marcus if he would reach out i mean we're right here you know you know but i know he's got you know other things to destroy uh and i'm saying that because it's like the longer the, the more he ignores it like i know in his world he thinks he's being smart but he's not uh, and it's, it's only like, hey, dude, you, the, you're, you're playing with someone's life right now. You probably should respond, you know, but I know that there's some, and I, I can't stand fake authority. Like there's a pending investigation. No, there's not because nothing was inappropriate. There was no inappropriate communication. And not only that, no one pressed charges. This is just a bunch of people with fake power trying to control the situation. You know, uh, I don't, you know, somebody wants to to come in and say their piece what, what i also think is very interesting is the uh, the fact that <laughs> yeah the the other thing i think is interesting is the fact that um i take it personally as well because 
I think about all the people that genuinely tried to help and do good. And the, it's always like the people who, who, who didn't get it would get in the way. You know what I mean? And the people who didn't get it, and it's like, oh, I can't stand seeing evil get its way. I, I, I can't stand it. Oh. I, I can't stand when evil gets its way. It, it just, it does something to me because I think about the next generation that has to grow up with that. You know what I mean? It may not be a big deal to you, but it's just that this is stuff that our grandchildren are going to have to deal with. This is stuff that our children's children are going to have to deal with. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, you know, when does that stop? Well, I mean, I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's not going to stop. But more or less, it's more like when when do we rise up? You know what I mean? Uh, so right now I got uh, Madison Downs with me. He wants to jump in. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? What's going on, dude? How you doing, Jim? How you doing, man? I'm hanging man, man. How about you? I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm a little grieved, man. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very, very uh, convoluted situation that we're dealing with with Spotsylvania County. Yeah. You know, um, and it was that way from the beginning. Uh, what people don't understand, all these other people, these talking heads, these uh, Monday morning quarterbacks, um, they don't understand that they're following the lead of, see, all this started in the beginning. There was a student who committed suicide. And I know this because all this stuff was leaked out to the press. Uh, there was a student who committed suicide. There was a, a board member at the time who is now the vice chairman of the board named Nicole Cole. She wanted information on, she wanted private information on the family who basically um, were the victim of their child committing suicide. And my brother wouldn't release that information because the family didn't want it out there. So somebody within the school ended up leaking a private email that was confidential. You know, when you send those emails out and they're part of a government organization at the bottom, it says it's only supposed to be for such and such and such and such. Somebody leaked that information out. And I suspect that it was the, uh, the person who is now the interim principal right now. Um, they leaked that information out to Nicole Cole um she was upset because my brother wouldn't give her the information and see the thing about nicole cole nicole cole was in contact with me before my brother got the job so what she's she's done is she's she got upset because my brother wouldn't divulge private information then she uh is not telling the whole story and she's trying to spin it to make it sound like uh, my brother was some sort of a political plant or that he got the job based off of some sort of a, a political favor when she had a hand in him getting a job. Now, I don't know what her vote was, but she was speaking with me via email, wanted to have dinner with me, wanted to have dinner with me and my brother, so on and so forth, before he had even gotten a job. Right. It wasn't until she didn't get her way with him. And she was having walking quorums and things of that nature that she she turned on him, and that's when all this nonsense started coming up about the license, so on and so forth. So you jump time to what's happening now. Um, 
young parents have reached out to me. Yeah, you sure. know, uh, I've been to Christmas parties. I've been to um, Marine Corps balls. Uh, you know, people forget that, you know, I'm a, a retired military chaplain uh, on the Army side, and I'm also a Marine Corps vet. So I'm a Marine Corps and Army vet. So, um, you know, they've shared information with me about this and what's going on. You know, the community of veterans is a very tight-knit, tight-knit. Uh, community. Yeah, and, and it doesn't mean that we've known each other for 20 years. You know, if we know that we are vets, then we look out for each other. That's and right. what's happening to Xavier right now, not only is he a veteran, but he's also my brother. So a lot of those people on that side of the aisle, they're upset at me because I won't let them run roughshod over my blood. You know, right. so uh, when you look at what took place in the meeting, they're not talking about how he was pleading with people. And we have witnesses that witnessed the whole thing. We know that Theo, Theodore Marcus has his people. We have seen them bring in lynch mobs into school board meetings before the school board meeting went totally liberal. We've seen them come in there. We've seen them um, almost get to the point where it's fisticuffs. We've seen it to the point where we've had to, they've had to bring in security. We're not, they're not talking about the race riots from last year. They're not talking about the volume of fighting that took place at Riverside. Uh, I'm sorry, at Riverbend last year and how all that has subsided. They're not talking about how um, uh, uh, the uh, absenteeism was running rampant at the school and how that's subsided. They're not talking about any of that. Stuff. Yeah. What they're talking about is they want and continually want personal information so they can use it to their own advantage on that school board period i mean we're really we're, we're literally looking at you know what happens when parents ask for help like like it's almost like if you don't let us do whatever we want with your children this is what happens to you you know what i mean now now yeah. watch this now now, now mm -hmm. one, thing, one of the things that they did was taking uh taking all my material, all the stuff that all the videos and everything, this is what mm -hmm. they've done. And then they, they kicked me out. Uh, but so now they got all the stuff that they want so they can tell it their way. All right. The that's what spent, right. All the information that yeah. I have is still public. Right. So all the information yeah. I have is still public. Uh, but they, they got me blocked because, and then said I was trolling. So, uh, but, but, but they made sure they took everything that I had. Well, sure see that, you know, that comes from Rich Lieberman. He's the guy who runs that that organization. And the thing he 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 blocked me as well, and he blocked me. He blocked me twice. The first time he blocked me was he didn't like the fact that our family, you know, we're black Jews. He had a problem with that. And I've got the I've got the screenshots of all that. We had a, a private conversation on the DM side. He got upset and blocked me on that. The second time he blocked me was he blocked me when I brought up the fact that he had had inappropriate comments and it was well documented toward underage girls himself. Right. So to me, it, it you know, it's like, okay, birds of a feather seem to flock together. So now we've got the situation with Theodore, who supposedly is this FCC attorney. Theo, you're not the only person who's been to law school champ. I just want you to know that. So yeah, you can bully people around when you're the smartest one. When you're the only one that knows, you can bully people You're not people the smartest around. guy in the room. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the thing about it is this, man. 
uh, you should know better to, than attack, um, not attacking, but contacting underage girls, whether you're coach or not, all hours of the night, period. What is really befuddling to me is all those people, all the Theonites who are falling down behind this guy, how is it in their mind that they, they can reconcile that in any way that it would be appropriate for anyone to be a, uh, to uh, contact an underage girl at all times of the night, number one. And then number two, after the parent asks you to stop, what gives you the right to continue to do it? And then after that, then after that, you know, to go into victim mode, you know, to go into victim mode and, and, right. and Theo, Theo, come on, man. You know, like to go into uh, this mode where you're the victim and, and, and to not tell the whole story. But what really let me know that he really is the, the catalyst of all of this is mm -hmm. this guy puts the video of what happened in the meeting and then he writes the narrative like he's the one that told everybody how to interpret this he well, here's the thing. and 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 everyone's like hey well we love theo theo would never just he put bible scriptures on his facebook page clearly he's a man of god you know and that's part of the problem is that everyone has all of these reasons to jump to their conclusions versus stepping back. And I think this is what even Xavier is asking everybody to do. He doesn't care if you believe what he's, you know, his situation or not. But it's not like he's, he's, he's not, it's a, the, the, the thing that people are asking him is if, if he behaved the way they say he behaved at the meeting. That's what- No, that's let, what let, let me address that. Let me address that. So at the meeting, he was pleading to parents not to, it wasn't, the meeting went for over an hour and a half. So if, if the meeting goes for over an hour and a half, I'm quite certain that most people had an opportunity to speak. Most, if not all. The issue in the meeting was that Xavier was trying to protect what, it, what is known as Title IX, the Title IX rights of the student. In the meeting, they started trying to attack the victim, the victim's family. Then they started bringing up something about some sort of video that had taken place in the locker room, which police, went ahead and, and, and investigated and found out that the student who took the video, because they were trying to pin this on the victim, on the little girl, they found out that the person who actually was taking that video in the locker room wasn't even, wasn't even a member of Riverside, I mean, Riverbend High School. So everything that they do is completely far-fetched. They, ne they never get the facts. But then when the facts actually come out, they, they don't want to acknowledge the truth. So then, so then, when my brother is telling him, hold on, we can't talk about these certain things because it will violate Title IX, a guy shouts from the back of the room, boy, shut up. Yeah. My question is, who the hell do you think you're talking to, son? Where you can call a black man boy. Now, if it was me, I'm going to tell you on air, I'll slap the taste out your mouth. And See, I'm a that, chaplain. That's, that's and what I'm a chaplain. That, so, that's so, what I'm saying. And I'm a chaplain slash Marine. I will slap the taste all the way out your mouth. And so will most black men in America. This is not the 40s or 50s or even 60s anymore, where you get to come out your mouth any way you want to, speaking all reckless. I wish I was there. And fortunately for him, I was not. But I guarantee you I'll be at most other ones. Well, and this, this is why- Because you do not get to, hold on, but then 
it goes even further where you want to throw elbows in people's chest. You want to assault people. Yeah. And then turn around and call the victim the assailant. Have you lost your ever loving mind when everybody can see what's going on in the video for themselves? And everyone already knows that most white people are afraid of alpha males. So as soon as we start to show any sort of uh, masculinity, you start to cower down. These are the facts of America going all the way back to the beginning. But guess what? We're not buck breaking anymore. Ooh. And that's what they witnessed when he decided that he was going to walk to his office. He was not escorted to his office. I've heard that one, too. I heard and that. then they keep trying to bring in this guy, Marshall Keene. Marshall Keene and I go back damn near 10 years. So stop trying to bring that up. He was the chairman of the Republican Party out here in Culpeper for a long time. I know Marshall well. Marshall is a good guy. All right. Plain and simple. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to plant wedges in between people. And, and it's just not going to work, man. A Spotsylvania is a very small backwoods town that is beginning to grow up because you have people moving into the area from Northern Virginia, D.C., so on and so forth. And the, and the backwoods people can't stand the growth. But these are what they call growing pains. And you're going to have to deal with it. You know, what's funny is that I, I think about, you know, the, how this situation, and there's so many situations that uh, it reminds me of, but, you know, just my heart cringes every time I think about this man being surrounded by all of those people. And then the, the and, and, and when they put his hands on him, it's like, that's the only person that was assaulted was him and everybody's just choosing to overlook it and they, they're like no but it was the way he acted but you still don't have a right to put your hands on him what, what, what the stuff that he said still don't i'm like if he said the worst things that you could possibly say if he tore his shirt and did a backflip and broke stuff if, if he if he did any of that stuff right if he did his, it still wouldn't mean you can put your hands on him let me tell you something else. Let me let me let me let me show you the vitriol that they've done. Simply, not only did you know like that. What was that white woman that Becky that put up these stuff? About Amy the said that. Amy said that. Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah, the Becky. We're gonna call it Karen Becky. <laughs> she started doing all that nonsense. Before that, they started talking about how my brother was arrested out in Culpeper, but they didn't go back and check the facts and find out that the per the reason why he was. Uh, arrested is a guy tried to pull a gun on him in a restaurant and guess what he did he yeah. walked away from that yeah period he and was wrongfully arrested hold on hold on hold on let me finish this he was wrongfully arrested and when it went to court and the judge saw the facts of the case he threw it out and guess what for a black man to be wrongfully arrested in america it's a part of our life period it is something that we have to deal with, we've had to deal with forever. It's just that the Downses are not gonna put up with your nonsense and just sit idly by and let you say and do and put your hands on and do whatever you want. So they're upset at me because they're seeing another side of our family and we have a large family. Oh yeah, 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 it's huge. And then, then on top of that, the, the, the thing I'd like to say is that uh, with all the school shootings that took place and everything like that, the one mm -hmm. thing that happened was they took place. 
the school shooting. You bring up school shootings. No, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. You wouldn't do it on the other one. They don't bring up that this 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 Xavier Downs, a school shooter, came in and he disarmed him. He disarmed him. So really, if it wasn't for Xavier Downs, there would have been another school shooting situation that happened. Another tragedy. Another mm-hmm. tragedy, but we're dealing with the one guy that disarmed a school shooting. Like, and, and you guys are willing to, you guys want us to trust you with children when you can throw this kind of leadership and mistreat this kind of leadership away? How, most parents, now everyone talks about what they would do for their children, but let me tell you something. I've seen it where shooters came in, people with guns, and the parents would leave their children. This is a principal who was already not willing to just die for you before he even knew you when he was in the military. He actually was willing to get killed for other folks' kids when he was a principal in Alaska, right? Was that was, was that was the one in right. Alaska? Right. The reason why you didn't right. hear about it is because it didn't happen. Right. That's why you didn't hear right. about the school shooting, because the school shooting didn't happen, because he disarmed. Right. Him. Right, yeah, but they're but they're hell bent on destroying this man's reputation for no reason. Period. Right. For right. no reason whatsoever. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever, and and all with uh, in, in incorrect facts, no facts whatsoever, just innuendos, speculation, nonsense. Now here's, just here's, here's something else that's interesting, right? Here's something else mm-hmm. that's interesting, is that. Uh, the guy blocks me today when I put the invite link for anybody who had who was witnesses, anyone who had questions. He blocks me today because he doesn't want his people talking to me. Well, that's what Rich did to me, Rich Lieberman. That, that's that's what he blocked about. me. Yeah, he blocked me when I, when I offered to speak to him. You know, what I mean, he blocked me. I met up with him once before. There was a political event at at the local library up there in Spotsylvania, and. You know, he had been talking with all this vitriol. He's a coward, man. As soon as he saw me, his eyes lit up like silver dollars, you know. And, you know, but that's what cowards do. Right. Cowards cowards will will say whatever they want to behind the screens. They'll go back. In this town, what is happening with my brother, in my mind, all I can see is if this was back in the day, a black man running through the forest, and they've got their tiki torches, they've got their rope, they've got their guns, and we're going to do whatever we want to do to this guy. It's it's so hard not to think about that. Like, the the character is starting to show up. Like, Mm -hmm. even when they, like, I can even see and hear the the people trying to to, to say, no, don't do it. And then there's these group of people that's like, no, we got to do it. For the, like we gotta do it. We got we gotta you know and 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 what I, I, I my heart grieves for um, the mother who placed the concern because mm-hmm. it's almost like she was saying, I know how these people are, I know they will blow this out of you know uh, out of the water. But it's almost like she almost had to downplay protecting her kid, but she just needed to do it as much as she could. Well, it's and not just goes, her. It- it's not just her. It's 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 the the bravery of the daughter as well. 
You oh, know, the, the, the daughter, the, the, the daughter wanted it. I, like I know the entire family, and yeah. and and the daughter wanted the truth out. You know, it, it was inappropriate what this coach had been doing, and they actually have laws on the books. Con uh, Congress has written bills about uh, inappropriate contact from coaches. You know, so uh, coaches are supposed to take uh, training sessions on the appropriate uh, the appropriateness of coach student relation or coach athlete relationships. So this is, you know, what is really most befuddling about this is this guy is supposed to be an FCC attorney. Yeah, he seems to overlook the proper guidelines for appropriate communication. Maybe yeah. somebody ought to reach out to his bosses and, and find out what what uh what's what the what's the appropriateness of communication since he's yeah, not I think I'm do that. I think Yeah, I'm I mean because that. I mean that's that's what he's done, you know. Period. Yeah, yeah, and and, you know? and the fact that to raise this kind of you know uh you know to raise this kind of situation and, and the, the worst part about it is the fact that you know they that the mother was genuine she was so genuine that when she got when the when everything goes back to the school right her daughter goes back to the school gets back from but she can't rest at night because she knows that a man is about to lose his job for protecting her daughter and, mm -hmm. and she, like and she's gonna have to live with that for the rest of her life like if i had to just not said anything then would that no then you're not protecting your daughter you know look at the situation that the corruption has put somebody in and now and and, and this is almost sending like sending a message to the other parents out there if you don't let us do whatever we want to do to your kids you know somebody's gonna lose their job somebody's gonna you know there's gonna you, you, we're gonna bash your name you, you'll you, you know and and that's unfortunate you know and well it's not here, right. here's the, here's the unfortunate thing man you know this whole thing went sideways with xavier as a result of one relationship he would not kiss nicole cole's behind right and nicole cole is a young upstart politician she wants to be big time hey nicole you want to be big time we're gonna make you famous right, right. we're gonna make you famous now because yeah. we got all the text messages going all the way back to july when you and i were talking how you wanted to have dinner with me, how you wanted to have dinner with my brother. You know, I know all, I know where all the dead bodies are. Right. You know? So, and, and then the thing about it is, Nicole, you messed up because you wouldn't keep my name out your mouth. And the yeah. other piece about Spotsylvania in the seventh, they keep, you know, this little fringe group that they have, they're, they're you know, well, you know, Madison Downs is gonna run for Congress in the seventh district. I might. And if I do, I'll probably win. It, it depends on what my situation is and how I feel like doing. But guess what? I'm going to say what I want to say. And there are a whole lot of people in Northern Virginia who have the same mindset that I have. And guess what? Whenever we used to drive from Northern Virginia or D.C. to, say, Hampton Roads or something, we'd drive right on past uh, Spicy because we knew the mindset there. But the issue that you guys are dealing with yet again is that we're moving into spotsy now and you don't like now it. we're moving in the spot yeah. yeah yeah and so you got educated people moving in the spotsy you got people moving in the spotsy that don't take that nonsense that you guys have been that vitriol that you've been spewing 
Yeah. Guess what? We push back. We push back. <laughs> and, and we and, like to do it. Yeah, yeah, we do. Because because what it is is that we, we're making room for legacy. We're making room for what's right. And the and and uh, un, listen, uncovering injustice. Do it. It pleases us to do the will of the Father and get rid of injustice. Uh, injustice. You know uh, that that's that that's important to us. This this is why we wake up in the morning. You're dealing with people that get up in the morning with the mindset of how are we going to please the Father today? There is right. no man that we're afraid of. All we think about 24 hours a day is how do we bless God. How do we help our community? How do we do? How do we help make our families better? How do we strengthen our people? You're dealing with people who who are focused, and 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 I know that that can be scary because other people have their agendas and they love their money and they love their this and that. But when you're dealing with people like us, you know, and you got to come correct because we have nothing to hide. And our the truth of the matter is, our motives are coming from a higher place. Our motives are coming from a, a, a divine place, a godly place. Like, like Lee Ford just said a, a scene from, from uh, 300. You're dealing with free men here. <laughs> and listen, and their leader, uh, <laughs> their leader, I mean, we've got the we've got the the text messages, the the comments. Well, you, you're talking to women. You're saying they they deserve to be barefoot and naked in the kitchen. I saw you're that. talking I about saw that. them sucking on, you know, uh, yeah, you know, the inappropriate the, the inappropriateness of the things that come out of this man's mouth. But this is your king, right? You're following, and, uh, spicy parents for public education. This is your king, <laughs> right? This is who you choose to follow, and it's all documented. And you wanted to say the 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 worst thing that you can say against Xavier Downs is twenty years ago. He put in the wrong date on an application. That's right. what this is all over. That's why his license was not suspended. <laughs> but they keep on with this nonsense about his hell. Well, his license is suspended in Texas. No, it's not. His license is valid in Texas. His I know. Is, I, yeah. They, hold on. They, hold on. Let me let me say this. His license is valid in Texas, not only as a teacher, but as an administrator and as a superintendent. Not only is it valid in Texas, it's valid in 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 Alaska as a teacher, as an administrator, and a superintendent. And anytime you come from one state to another, it takes time for them to issue you a new license, period. It doesn't matter where you are. Hey, they're talking about these people without licenses. What's the percentage of teachers working in, in Spotsylvania County right now without a license? Why was right. there such a push at the earlier, at the beginning of the year to bring in teachers, whether they had licenses or not? Not only that, whether or not they were properly qualified and educated, in proper school, in college, in order to teach the teach the courses that they hire people for, but you're talking about this man, who has been a stellar administrator for the better part of the last two decades, and then walks into your school. You don't have any race riots. The I, violence has subsided. The absenteeism has gone down. The culture of the school is better, according to the majority of parents there. 
But Theo, you get your little lens bob, man. And, and you get and, yours. Yeah. Ours. And I feel bad right? because I feel bad. I don't feel bad about it, dude. Let me tell you why I feel Theo bad. needs to go. No, let I'm me gonna say Theo. Theo needs to go. The only <laughs> Theo that I like is the one from the Hucksters. <laughs> Period. I don't like groomers. Yeah. All right. And when you sit up there and you're making comments about how 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 good a young lady looks in their ba in their bathing suit, and then you couple that with 25 pages of text messages all around the clock to an uh, underage little girl and her personal phone. And they get upset because their parents say, don't do that anymore. And then you want to make this big broadcast, this outlandish, these outlandish out allegations. You want to get a lynch mob after you. You're the one, Theo. You're the one who resigned. Nobody asked you to resign. You did that on your own. That's the That right there is the evidence of a guilty mindset, son. You're under 30. You know this. Then you wanted to get ahead of the situation, right? Because you're an attorney. You got the, you got the wheels. Come on, bro. Now, see what it is. You went in the Spotsylvania thinking that you were the smartest person there. And would it be a small and backwoods and everything like that? But you weren't expecting people to move in from out of town who are smarter than you are. That's, that's But good. we're going to get you. We're going to get you legally one way or another. Because well, what you did was you messed with the wrong family, son. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and here's the sad part is that, you know, like, I just think all I can, I can't stop thinking about the young people and what they're really seeing. And, you know, and, and what's really crazy to me right now is the fact that this is supposed to be a time where we celebrate, like, the racial unity, the connection that we've arrived, that we've become a people, not no longer, you know, black and white, but just become a people, American people, which is what the heart of Martin Luther King was. And here we are in 2024, like dishonoring that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna mistreat a, 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 a wonderful black leader. You know, we're gonna mistreat a man of God. We're gonna mistreat you know, and, and this is how I know it's a it's a spirit issue, because everyone, just in case you were confused, Theodore Marcus is black. You know what I mean? Well, well, he's black, but he don't want to be. He don't <laughs> like he don't like the color of his skin, man. And, and that's 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 really an issue. And and it's not just that it's just not him. There's another cat up there with the UVA little picture. Yeah, you know, you know these people, man. You know, uh, they're they're black on the outside only. You know, these Oreo, you know, these pe Oreos, you know, yeah. that's basic. They don't like what they see when they look in the mirror. But All right. He, and, 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 and here's the other piece about Theo. Theo, man, Theo, if you're such the 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 nice guy that you portray that you are all on Facebook with all the scriptural uh you know the scriptures and all this stuff then why is the community always saying that everywhere you go there's trouble that follows you buddy yeah that's what a lot of people are saying to me saying everybody's that, saying yeah, everybody i've spoken yeah. to I, you too I, we it, i don't know if we i don't know who you've spoken to dude, yeah it's but, the same thing it's the same thing same thing yeah that, they're, saying the yeah, same people thing. Are, they're seeing the video and they're responding they're like hey man it's, you know, it's, my understanding is that he had a problem with the last it was either the last ad or principal one or the other 
And they asked him not to even show back up at the school because he was causing so many problems. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that, so that. so all this stuff is starting to, this is what happens when, oh, what a tangled web we weave when we conspire to deceive Theo. <laughs> Theo. Theo. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing for me, man, is that I know that, yeah. uh, that, that we've got an opportunity to show these young people. I, I, that's what's so sad about this situation, that young people are like, Yo, y'all don't handle situations right. Like with us, we can fight and move on. When you guys, you guys try to ruin each other's careers and mm -hmm. over, like you know, like they're, they're mm -hmm. looking at us. Like I, I just think about the poor example that Theo uh, Marcus has put us in. You know, where where everybody, not not us, but like the 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 message that he's sending uh, to all these young people. Like, man, if you try to defend your kids to the school system. They'll they'll jack you up, man. They'll you know they'll and and that's what terrible. Get, what gets me is we're talking about potential pedophiles and groomers, and, 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 and you know and, and it's evidence based. You know I've got the whole FBI file on on pedophiles and groomers sitting right here. Yeah, and it was given to me by an FBI agent when I was running for Congress because they wanted me to know. Uh, you know we had the Save the Children campaign going on. Remember. Yeah, 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 and so it was a big idea. It was a big deal, you know, because of all the all the trafficking, Tra sex trafficking. You know, yeah, it was all the, all the trafficking that you know Epstein, all that kind of stuff, and it goes on to the day. And so, you know, I'm very knowledgeable on on the patterns, and the patterns seem to fit. You know, look if the shoe fits, if it walks yeah, like a duck, that, and it quacks that's like what, a duck. You know, and don't forget the mother uh, has told us straight up that, hey. The reason why I asked it to stop, she was like, there's other, like, I, she's like, I could go further, but let's stop at the text messages. Let's stop, you know, let's not make it this public and then just stop texting. And all it had to do was stay there. And I think that narcissistic side uh, just won't allow him to see that point. But then they want to get into the behavior of the, uh, the, the parent-teacher meeting. Again, I want to clarify that the word, the term fitting is not what he actually was talking about. We was he was not saying uh hurting anybody or anything like that. What he was saying yeah. was like let's we're about to handle this right now. Let's go into the office and discuss this right now. Here's my thing and the, and for the lady that was yelling in the back. No, you're you not. Know, no. Well, who are you to tell a principal that he's not supposed to bring order and decorum back into the situation? That's his school. That's his school. You're, you're upset because he shut down the meeting because you started shouting and you broke the quorum. Well, you called him a boy and you broke the quorum. And so he said, meeting over. Then you assault the man. Then the man says he's going to go to his office and handle it. Meanwhile, and let me tell you this, man. There's nobody that I know, I ain't met him yet. Yeah, he's probably out there. That if me or my brother wanted to get at you, them two uh, white men would have been nothing for for a, a ranger or a green beret like my brother is to get past. Yeah, trust and believe that. But what he did was he walked right past the man who called him a boy and said, "Come to my office. We fitting to handle this right now." And it, you're lucky it wasn't me, because not only if you put your hands on me, I would have hurt you. But then I would have got you for criminal trespassing and assault. 
Now, here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy to me. Like I said, and I did have you in mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had you in mind when I was like, this, your brother. And, and, and terrorism, because when you call a black man a boy or the N-word, that those are terroristic threats. Right, those words now, yeah. See, the, 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 the Ashkenazis, who are not even Shemites, who claim that everything is anti-Semitic, aren't the only people who have this issue in America. Right. And we as black men are saying, we're done with it. You can't do it anymore, guys. Like, and and you, you know, everybody always likes to, everybody likes to joke with me and say, you know, do you love your white people? Sure do. <laughs> yeah, but I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to everybody and say there's a generation of people that's not gonna tolerate. There's a generation of people that's not gonna tolerate. You know the the things that we used to tolerate. We're genuinely not afraid of, of to stand up for what's right anymore. Um, and, and and I need you guys to understand. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. You just uh, you don't know what you're gonna get when you call a grown man boy. That's just true. Um, but the 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 the, the recklessness is what yeah. still gets to me that nobody said I don't think it's a good idea to have a bunch of white dudes standing around a black man pointing a finger at him yelling and screaming at him like yeah. let's let's de-escalate that situation the the level of discipline and this is why I said I had you in mind I told your brother in the last interview that to be totally honest with you I don't know anybody and that includes you, bro. <laughs> that could have walked through that and not went up somebody's head. Like the level of discipline that he shows, like, whoa, you know, it's like, like I, I can't say I would. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, you know, oh, it, it was just so because it's so easy. And I love the word that you use when I talk to you about it. And you said that's that that the PTSD could have easily kicked in, feeling like you're under attack. Then there's mm -hmm. all the stories that you hear about black people in that exact scenario. And this is mm -hmm. what I want to explain to my white friends and family. You got to remember the, the stories that you guys talk about when you're with your family and friends is this, we talk about the stories from, from another side. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the stories of, of, you know, our friends and family telling us stories of this time that they were being chased in the woods by black people. Our elders tell us stories about what it was like being persecuted and can't be on the other side of the street in the way people used to treat them. So it's two different sides of the story. And so for, for nobody to say, hey, just let him go to his office. Let him go to his office because you're not thinking about how it looks. What gets me is his motivation that ignited his discipline. He wanted to show the other students what walking away looks like and, and, and the, the discipline that is possible. That's what he was thinking about. He wanted to be such a good example. And, and here's the, the, the problem that scares me is the school system that he's in right now is basically saying, sitting, undoing that message instead of saying, hey, walking away is worth it. The students now are going to get the message Man, we no, well, well, here's what they're doing, and, and, and th this is all they're doing. 
they're discounting the fact that they call this man a boy. <clears throat> they're discounting the fact that they become they they had become unruly in the meeting, which is in broken decorum, which is the reason why he had to shut the meeting down. So what they're looking at is the fact that this black man showed masculinity. Mm. And it was just a little, just a smidgen of masculinity. So anytime a black man does that, oh, he's being aggressive, blah, but you're the one that put hands on him. And then you act like, you know, it, you were doing, you're not going to stop this man if he wants to hurt you. Right. These are the facts, man. Not Marshall King, not that other white man. Nobody could have stopped him if he wanted to put hands on a person who called him a boy. Yeah. Nobody. And, and and the fact that they can like you know the um, the fact that they can come on to like our page or our videos and and still you know just stick with their narrative no matter what the situation is. That to me is one of the most unbelievable things. That for anybody that says, "Man, wow, how long is Duke going to talk about this?" Well, guys, this is this is what I mean: is that most people have been groomed to follow things as long as they're in the media, right? And so here's how the media tricks everybody: we we say we care for each other as people, we say we love each other as people, and something will happen; it'll go in the news, and then as long as it's in the news. We care about it. As soon as it leaves the news, we don't care about it. But the people that were in that story are still going through stuff. I deal with a lot. Like, like how many of you right now are thinking about Trayvon Martin's mother? Most people aren't. How many of you are thinking about, you know, all like, where's the Black Lives Matter stuff right now? Where well, it gets used during political season, they, they cause political stuff to happen. Where's all that drama, you know, and all that stuff? So my point is, I don't operate like that. Like I want, we don't, I don't stop. When, when God puts me on an assignment, I stay on the assignment until God tells me to stop. And, and I want you guys to know that this is not just media. We're, we're the right now, there is an opportunity for things to be handled right. And for Sponsylvania and Fredericksburg to do the right thing. Cause we, we already know y'all plan on firing them on Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. We already know that you meant you were going to do it yesterday, but because we did the interview and maybe we did the interview, it messed y'all up. So now y'all going to try and fire them on Tuesday. You know, right. we already know this information. Right. And what we're trying to do is give you enough time to make the right decision and not take this man's job for doing the right thing and protecting a family because the repercussions is, it just gets bigger. And this is not a bullying. This is prophetic. The way, you are going, the way those young people are going to define you is basically by becoming leaders worse than you. You're, you're cursing your city. You're cursing your town. That's the repercussion. Because what's going to happen is Xavier Downs, he might, he's going to lose his job. You guys find him going to lose his job. The father will find a way to bless him on a whole other level. And you guys are going to... Yeah, it's called it. lawsuit. Right. Well, well uh, big I, pay. I, I was, I was big pay. Yeah, yeah. You, Go ahead you, and fire. And, and uh, what they're going to do is they're going to try to they're going to try to swing back. You know, they're going to try to wag the dog. You know what I mean? 
they're going to try to swing back and say, well, you know, it has something to do with his license and this stuff. Well, that has nothing to do with the suspension or the uh, administrative leave. So everything that you do to him now is all reprisal. Yeah. yeah I it mean, it, 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 it's just, just the bottom line to it. You did not give the man due process. Any investigations that you say you're doing, he had already completed. He had already spoken to the police. The police, you know, all this stuff he had already completed. You know, th this is just simple officer stuff. And, you know, Xavier was an officer. So <laughs> this is just simple, simple stuff that you handle when you, you know, you go through the investigation, you, you handle it at the lowest level possible, plus so on and so forth. He had already done all that. What you do, what you have is people who are like, a, once again, they're backwards. They don't know how to lead. They don't know anything about leadership. And then you got people out in the town who want to be bigger than they are. Nicole Coles and Loretta Daniels and all these other people. Loretta, I don't know too much, but she seems like a follower to me of Nicole Cole. But either way, you know, uh, here's the thing about it that I really don't understand. Loretta and Nicole, especially Nicole, I don't know too much about Daniels. But Cole is a member of the Spotsylvania County NAACP. So you got the first black principal. You know all of this stuff is going on. Mm -hmm. And you remain quiet? Yeah, because... But you call yourself the NAACP. Yeah. Have you checked the man's resume? Well, well, think about it. Think about it, though. Think I mean... When you, when you get to be when you're in a, when you're in a population where you get to be the the token black person kind of you don't have to do that right. much to represent your blackness. It's, you, it's, you can look in the mirror and be like, "You're awesome. I love black people." <laughs> you know what I mean? But you or or it's listen. I, I got enough white people telling me I'm good. Right. I got because because I got enough white people telling me I'm good. So yeah. you know that's look. We, we're not looking for your approval anymore. Well, I was going to say we that. Want that what is due up we want our just do yeah and, and this is what's happening the man was not given due process he prevented a groomer from continuing to groom this little girl who has a history he was attacked by another groomer rich lieberman and the evidence is all this stuff is the 25 pages whether it's sexually explicit or not it's inappropriate you should know that you went to the coach training, right? You should know this. You're an FCC attorney. You know, that's inappropriate, don't you? So now you've got 25 pages, all hours of the night. So I don't care. It doesn't matter if you did this to other students or not. This student's parents said, no, respect that. Right. Period. It don't matter about somebody else's kid. It don't matter if you want to weaponize other student athletes and have them make comments. It does not matter. We're talking about this particular family who has been victimized by your bullying. And then you got Rich Lieberman telling women all kinds of obscenities. When I saw his And you're following down behind. And he is running. He and Nicole Cole are running in lock, are walking in lockstep. And these are their leaders. But you come against the person who is in, uh, instilling law, orders, justice, the whole nine. Right. And, and, and he what, wasn't there last year when you were having the race riots. Right. How many black parents are coming to you, Nicole Cole, saying, hey, we feel like we have a voice now? 
And the amount, I was the amount being people, ignored last year. They're not coming to you because they know you're a sellout. Right. Period. And, and then I got people telling me that that uh, my interview is skewed and this and I'm like, how can my interview be skewed when like I'm talking to all the sources, not people with opinions. I'm talking to the mother who placed mm -hmm. the complaint and the and, and the principal who, mm -hmm. who by the way, the principal who had no procedure. So when, when Theodore Marcus, when he said, hey, like, like y'all want to sit in and meet and stuff like that, Theodore Marcus has had the opportunity. He won't meet with anybody, but he will take the video and put his narrative up there and make people believe a bunch of stuff. Correct. And he'll, he'll, meet, he'll meet with people that will only see it his side. Right. Because you know, he's met with a lot of people. You know, he's put a lot of media out there on, a, on his page. So it's not like he won't say anything. It's not like he won't meet. It's just that he is so used to constructing his own narrative. And now he's run into opposition and he really can't handle that. So now he's really, quiet as a mouse. He really thought he really thought that. Uh, and see, here's what people don't know is that uh, like I've been friends with Theodore Marcus for I want to say almost uh, about a month now uh, since this oh, whole basically. situation was brought to my attention. And I said, well, I'm just going to stay quiet, just observe and see how things respond. And, and I see this constant, you know, he's even grooming adults, honestly. Like, I'm this really good guy, you know, you know, I, 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 my, my intentions are good. He's got all the pictures and the smile. He knows how oh, to- Oh, Duke, I'll be right he, back. Gotcha. He knows how to perform. You know, and and the one thing that he's struggling with is communication. And it's like, hey man, you can you can know how to perform, you can know how to quote scriptures, but you gotta know how to communicate. And one of the issues that I have is that his communication it, it creates suspicion. The way his behavior is is creating suspicion, and this is detrimental to you know to us when we're trying to find out what the truth is if you if you're if you you don't want to communicate in a way that's going to increase suspicion and block opportunity for clarity clarity is everything folks clarity is everything and you're not going to get clarity when you're emotionally led you're not going to get clarity when uh you have to have things your way or see things on As a matter of fact you're not going to get clarity when you're incapable of stepping out and seeing how other people see things but you're also not going to get clarity when you ignore reality, mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna bring up one new point after another is what you're gonna do. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so so if you if if if, if this was a movie, and someone said, mm -hmm. "What is this movie about?" It's like, okay, the movie is about a parent who placed the concern because a a, a coach was texting her and stressing her, texting her daughter and stressing her daughter out she asked the principal to tell the, the the coach to stop that's what the movie would be about and then it did then it's like well how did the movie end the movie ends or or, or it's like okay like what's the, the climax of the movie well the principal goes under attack for trying to protect the family and implement a policy that protects staff and students. But because the coach didn't like it, 
this is how this movie goes because the coach didn't like it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and right now we get to write the end of the movie, folks. That's the opportunity that Spotsylvania has. That's the opportunity. And if you get, guys, if you think it's not going to happen, first of all, I want to explain something to you. We just bought a television network. If you think the movie ain't coming, <laughs> like this, this is what I'm trying to show you. It's like the story's going to get told. The, 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 it, there's no part of this where Xavier Downs loses. There's no part of this. It what's going to happen is see, corruption is going to be exposed. And I want to make sure you guys clearly understand who you're talking to. When you're talking to me, you're talking to somebody that God sent to sit down and have a conversation with the leader of the KKK, with the Grand Dragon Thomas Robb of the KKK. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's a shame that it was easier to sit down with the leader of the KKK and have a conversation with him than it is to have a conversation with one of you in Spotsylvania. Yeah. That is that is a shame. Mm -hmm. that, that 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 scares the mess out of me. Like the level of racism in that area is it's it, it's terrible. When I can sit down with the I when I can sit down with the leader of the KKK, but I can't sit down with somebody from the school board that's three hours away. Right. Well, that well, you know, what the issue is is just like Lee just said, you know. Uh, they have been used to just running uh, rampant, doing running roughshod over, and, and doing it and and saying anything that they want to say, and so now we have uh, someone who came in who's establishing a set of guidelines, and they don't like following uh, decorum, they don't like following guidelines, they don't like following policy. I mean, listen, man, you got a people who are on that school board who don't understand Robert's rules. They don't understand parliamentary procedure. You know, they don't they don't understand the first thing about education. You know, they're not aware that the upper echelon of veto is following this story. They're not they're, they they have no clue, the clue that they don't uh, what's they really, really don't. what's really going on. And the other piece about it is uh, to 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 the rednecks out there who, who feel like they can just put hands on on black men. Um that that black man has family members what makes you think that you can strike a person's family members and not have his brothers and sisters feel it yeah and think that you're going to be okay yeah i mean what what world are you living in where you think i mean back in the day i could see okay well you guys used to get away with that stuff but nah nah we we don't do that anymore we don't do that anymore. You keep your hands to yourself. Isn't that what your mama taught you? Or you had a mama, didn't you? Or your dad? You know, and I bring that up because they've been attacking not only me, my brother, they've gone after my mother, my father, talking about the way that we were raised. <laughs> they haven't done half the things we've done. They don't have a quarter of the education that we have, period. This right here on the back, I don't even have enough plaques to put on the wall. They're still in boxes. So look, man, keep your mouth shut and keep your keep my family name out your out your <laughs> mouth. Period. 
because by the time we are done with you, by the time you get finished saying the name Downs, it's going to taste like ass in your mouth. Mm. I can promise you. Dang. That was dope. That was, that was super deep. Look, guys, I need everybody to understand something. You can't mess with people's family, first of all. This is one of the reasons why. So I call it a snowball effect. Once the snowball effect starts, that's what causes avalanches. And, and unfortunately, one of the issues is that people are so used to dealing with people who won't do anything about what you say, what you do, how you act. And you don't realize there's, let me explain, I'm gonna break the word down to you, the consequence. There is a sequence that comes along with what you decide. You know, there's a, the, the, the word con means with. Every decision you make, there is with a sequence. So your decisions create your next sequence. When you make bad decisions, it's gonna affect your next sequence that you have to deal with. Yeah. And so the sequence of events, when you give into your feelings and you decide to put your hands on somebody, you don't know what you get. Now, again, the reason why a lot of craziness hasn't already happened, you know, when you put, when the video goes viral and the reason why you don't see, you know, a whole bunch of riots and stuff and people coming over there is simply because Xavier Downs has led the example by by him not pressing charges for being assaulted by but it's been cool because it's been cool because it's like okay everyone's watching to see how it's going to be handled when you guys decide like since you guys already decided you decided you're going to fire him on friday but because mm -hmm. we, because we made the video it freaked you out and now you're pushing it back to tuesday to make it seem like you guys really thought about it but really, uh, we actually know that you have been talking to the press the whole time and you gave the press time to come up with their story on how they're going to fire them. Uh, we already know all this stuff. And so uh, this is what I'm saying. This is a real opportunity for you guys to just say, hey, let's get them on. Let's get them on something else. This go round. This is not worth it because this one you've already been so exposed we got the pictures of you with the media we got the pictures of you like we know that they're working on a story to come up with this and we like we know we actually know how stupid you think people are that they'll believe whatever comes out of the media we know that you know and that's why you're meeting with the head of the media and everything like that so every move right now for you is just not worth it what would be the best thing you could do sponsor it, it, the best thing you can do, Riverman, is just say, let him come back to work. We'll, we'll stay on him. We'll watch him until the next time we mess up. But so, like, because he did nothing wrong. You, you're accusing an innocent man right now. You about to let a man go? And if you want to try to say it's because he did the interview, because uh, that's part of the thing, Madison. Is that's one of the things yeah. that to say because he did the interview. You put him in a corner where you thought you were going to beat him down and he just wait and hope master you know master lets him live you well know? you know hey dead men don't make good good witnesses right once right. you hang a negro he can't talk right and you and what, what, he, so, what he did was he spoke out he did he spoke out before you guys tried to right. crucify him and ruin his name mm -hmm. uh, and just like i told him i said well man even if you go to the cross 
I said, right now I'm already planning for your resurrection. So I like when I, so you guys, you guys have no idea how how the truth is. You guys can be the catalyst to show people how to do things the right way, or you guys can be the laughing stock of America. Because that's what's getting ready to happen. You know, like like you know they. <laughs> See, look, man. See, here's the here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like Xavier didn't file charges because that was apparent. And he's always looking out for not only the students but also the community. And that's the reason why he didn't file charges on that parent who assaulted him by throwing an elbow in his chest. But see, what you need to understand is because uh, they're going to come back and say, "Oh, well, you know, his brother was very, you know, so uh, this is." masculinity that you don't like that you're seeing out of me it's i'm an alpha black male period and you don't get to you don't get to dictate what the words that come out of my mouth or anything that has to do with me right but the thing about it is this it was all cool and dandy but they had been building up to the point to where they actually did want to put hands on my brother yeah, the ex, because yeah. they had had these these mobs coming to the school boards. They've been wanting this kind of stuff. But let me tell you, be careful what you wish for. Right. Be careful what you wish for, because some of us will take it a lot further than you're willing to go. They're trying to sue keep me. your hands. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, they're trying to sue me for having a video. It is like you do know that Theo posted the video right. like you would you would right. have to sue theo <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like you would have to sue theo uh yeah but don't put your hands on nobody yeah don't put your hands on nobody especially like like and by the way theo's the one that filmed it so the reason why that you're seeing it is like <laughs> because of theo like no one's seeing mm -hmm. how much mess Theo is causing. He just gets to sit back and go, uh, look, I'm sorry. You know? uh, hey, see, this is other piece. I wasn't going to say nothing about this. I wasn't going to say nothing about this. But when, when he first came out here, you know, he stayed with me in my house, right? While his house was being built out there. And I remember him being on the phone. Now I know it was with this guy, Theo. Theo. And, you know, he was walking up to up from the basement to come into my office, you know, and he he had it on speaker, I guess, so he could hear it better. But he just walked past me. And I actually heard Theo threatening my brother's job as a result of whatever it was. But that's all I heard was him him saying something. What did he say? I hope you got a plan B, something like that. Boom, boom, boom. And it was pertaining to his situation. And that's all I heard. But I remember Zay, he walked straight to the office and he shut the door. And when he came out, I said, man, get rid of that guy. I, I don't know the situation behind that. But just from that little bit that I heard, that man has to go. He's yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a, one of those yeah. power guys. The, the, yeah, he's well, I mean, a typical narcissist. Typical mm -hmm. narcissist, though. Yeah. Especially when you see, here's, here, let me explain something to everybody out there. People who tell the truth they don't have a problem whatsoever being transparent about anything, even when they're wrong about something. People who tell the truth, we just we, we're free. We're free from all that, and it'll it'll drive a liar crazy. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll drive somebody who has an agenda crazy. You know what I mean? Now you know, like we, 
I got movie productions we're working on, all this stuff that we're working on that we got to push to the side because we got to deal with this situation. We got so much stuff going on. You guys don't even understand how committed to this I am. And it's not because, but it's because this is what God called me to do. I don't mind doing things on my leisure time, but when God called me to assignment, this is an assignment. And guys, I'm telling you right now, uh, you, you, the opportunity for this story to be written the right way is huge. Uh, this, this is, this is huge. Uh, I gotta go, but guys, I want you guys to be, to be good to each other out there. Sponsor fan, you're still rooting for you. Hope you make the right decisions. Uh, but, but as of right now, they plan on firing them on Tuesday, uh, and, uh, for, for doing nothing wrong. For protecting students from groomers. For protecting students from groomers, because uh, that's yeah. that's exactly what it looks like. And so, uh, just so you guys know, uh, the, the impact's going to be crazy. But we're we, we're going to fight back. We're not going to stop until every everybody knows the story. Uh, everybody knows what's happening. We might we're going to do some stuff in D.C. Uh, but the fact that he's you know the. Theodore Marcus, his name's gonna be known, you know what I mean. Uh, so, but it's gonna be known for the, you know, like the the unknown, the unclarity, the unclarity. I'll say that the, it'll be a mystery, but it's definitely gonna be based off the suspicion that he created, uh, and all of this could have been avoided by just coming together and saying let's talk. But uh, you know, it is. And it could have been avoided if they kept their hands to themselves. Just kept their hands to themselves, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's 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 a it's a you know this is kind of what the world you guys is the mess. Yeah, Theo, I hope you're happy with yourself. But uh, anyway, I gotta go. Love you. Be good to each other out there.